Welcome to the Saving Lives Podcast. I'm Eddie Joe. Today is the 3rd of February of 2024. We will be discussing an article titled Adverse Events Related to Physical Restraint Use in Intensive Care Units, a Review of the Literature. This article was published in the Journal of Intensive Care Medicine in late 2023. As always, this is not medical advice on how to treat critically ill patients. Read these data for yourself. Hat tip to the authors. A quick plug, if you haven't checked out my new book, The Vasopressor and Inotrope Handbook, I definitely recommend that you do. Links to be able to purchase your own copy down in the show notes below. Today, we delve into a comprehensive review by Sebastian Berger and colleagues exploring the serious issue of physical restraints in the ICU. This is a topic of great significance and often under-discussed in the realm of critical care. The article aims to summarize the adverse events and outcomes associated with physical restraint use in the ICU, which is a subject that resonates deeply with all healthcare professionals dedicated to caring for critically ill patients. When I posted this article on Instagram, basically the comment section lit up. It was very heated, for lack of a better term, because nurses who are primarily the ones who have to manage these patients they vented appropriately so at why patients need restraints and the different limitations that currently exist in our healthcare systems, including nurse to patient ratios and things of that nature that lead to more utilization of restraints than what we would all want because ideally we would not want any of our patients restrained for the complications that I will be discussing shortly. Now, first of all, Physical restraints, we use them very commonly in the ICUs. The primary reason why we do this is to enhance patient safety and to prevent patients from self-extubating or removing their medical devices, which are life-sustaining, for lack of a better term. I could just imagine somebody ripping out a mechanical circulatory support device and uh, it would just be a it would just be a mess. However, this practice has raised concerns due to its potential to cause significant harm. And this is what Berger and his team, this is why they conducted a meticulous review of the literature going from 2006 all the way to 2022, involving 24 articles and over 6,000 patients to basically see what the adverse effects of physical restraints in ICU patients is. Here's what they found. First of all, local complications. This review found that physical restraints are associated with local skin injuries, including pressure injuries, skin bruising, and ulcers. The problem with this is that this could escalate to more severe complications. The second issue is that patients develop, unfortunately, subsequent delirium, and there is a high incidence of delirium following the use of physical restraints, and this was found in the data. Now, this is alarming because delirium is associated with longer hospital stays and increased mortality. In addition, the use of restraints was linked to a decline in neurofunctional status, which was evidenced by higher ranking scores at discharge. Restraints could also be associated with post-traumatic stress disorder, as there was a repeated increase in PTSD amongst patients who had physical restraints. And this basically means that these patients are unfortunately undergoing psychological trauma, for lack of a better term, because of their restraints. 
Now, one of the things that I found quite curious about all this is that there was an increase in unplanned extubations and device removals, even with patients who had restraints. So this is this was just interesting because you, we use restraints to keep people from extubating, but in fact, having them being restrained led to more extubations and device removals. The other component is that we end up giving patients who are restrained more medications than what we often want, right? Um, and there was a correlation between the use of restraints with an increased administration of benzodiazepines as well as opioids, which potentially means that these patients were oversedated. And uh, we know that there's a link between using benzodiazepines and delirium. So when, when you wrap all these things together, it could be a vicious cycle of sorts. What does this mean for clinical practice? Well, I really don't think we could change anything right now for all the limitations that people who actually take care of patients listed in my Instagram comment section, which I'll link that post down below. But this review, what it does is shed light on the paradoxical nature of physical restraints in the ICU. The reason I say that is because even though it's intended for patient safety, it can lead to the adverse outcomes that I mentioned earlier, including both physical harm as well as psychological distress. What these findings do is urge for a reevaluation of the use of physical restraints and I guess a call, even though I'm not going to be the one to create it, but a call for development of safer and more effective alternatives. Easier said than done, of course. In clinical practice, this translates to a need for heightened vigilance and a shift towards more patient-centered approaches. And this is going to challenge us to develop strategies that prioritize patient autonomy and dignity while ensuring safety. But then again, we also have to think about the safety of our staff because unfortunately some patients are, some patients just need to be restrained. Now, this might involve more frequent reassessments of the need for restraints, enhanced communications with patients and families, as well as exploring non-restraint measures for patient safety. I know one of the things that has taken place recently is for, for physicians and, and practitioners is that we need to document that we assessed why the patient needs restraints. And this has actually been a little bit helpful for me because um, it, it triggers me to remember that a patient is restrained, first of all, and second, to go ahead and, and discontinue said restraints had the nurses not already taken the appropriate initiative and said, hey, Eddie, by the way, I'm not going to, I'm taking off the restraints on the patient because he's doing okay, he or her is doing okay. Now, to wrap this up, the use of physical restraints in the ICU is a standard practice, but again, it could cause harm. So we need to do something different. We need to do something better. And I challenge you to come up with an idea because, quite frankly, I, I don't have any. I just thought this was a pretty neat article that I needed to ring out because, again, these adverse effects, these findings of the local complications, the delirium, neurofunctional decline, PTSD... Uh, increased drug administration and unplanned extubations and drug device removals. These are all things that, that are problematic. And, you know, hopefully we can come up with a strategy to avoid them because, again, restraints are not benign. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast episode. I <laughs> definitely recommend you check out the comment section in the Instagram post, which will be linked down below in the show notes. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks. Bye.